to a very special episode of Loose Lips. I'm Jazzy. It's me, Ashley. And me, Tati. And like I said, this episode is very special because we have a lovely guest with us. So go ahead and introduce yourself, girl. I'm V, your resident, I guess, kink mistress for the day. I don't know. If y'all yeah. know. <laughs> I like so, that. <laughs> I do, too. So we have V here with us today because we're discussing BDSM, sex, and most sex. So to kick this off and get us relaxed or whatever, we'll go ahead and play an icebreaker. So V, are you ready? I'm here for it. This is my favorite topic, so I'm good. (laughs) Tati, Ashley, y'all ready? Jasmine, I know you're ready. (laughs) This girl don't stop talking about sex. Yes, girl. So, what is your craziest or your most memorable sexual encounter? Mm-hmm. We'll let you go first. What? Okay. Yeah, I see. <laughs> but wait, hold on. This is like hell. Like for an icebreaker. Like icebreakers are supposed to like start slow, and then you get a little bit. Girl, more- we getting into I mean, it. Yeah, like we're, we're just, about to get relaxed. Girl, we're jumping now. in head first. I guess. Girl, we not Kissy even first. putting the tip in. It's all. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. <laughs> Like, we're losing our virginity <laughs> to safari. Like, what? Okay. Girl. That don't even sound safe. So we'll let you go. <laughs> um, okay, oh, so my... we're just we're just fisting it, huh? Oh, the whole, God. The whole oh, fist in. Oh, I clenched up. Lord <laughs> Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. <laughs> Hard limit. Um, I don't... See, I feel like each one of my sexual encounters, like, the, the memorable ones, like, each one's memorable for a different reason. Like, there's, like, the first time you have group sex. The first time you have like a legitimate real good orgasm. The first time you do certain types of play. Like I Ooh. I just I don't know if I I don't ever I hate that question or like I just mm. it's not a question for me. <laughs> well we'll let you just like yeah. pick one of them. Like let's go with your first like play. Uh we'll see that's hard. Okay, my first the I, I guess the one that people like real get real for like I mean everybody has sex outside. Everybody mm-hmm. has sex in public places. Everybody I guess you have sex in front of like a group of people doing like a scene. I guess that counts. That was real memorable. Or like the first time at a dungeon. That was real good. Oh my so gosh, go tell that. us about it. I'm gonna go with that. I Girl, mean, you have to tell I us went, about it. Okay, so I went for like a demo. Um, they were doing like a rigging demo for like ropes and you know tying people up that sort of thing. And then I went with my partner at the time. So then we kind of just ducked off into the little corner and found a St. Andrew's cross and started playing and messing with the floggers and all that. And that was that was awesome. And then people kept watching. That was great. Wait, so when you say partner, okay, first of all, you are so experienced, so I am, like, so interested, but when (laughs) you say partner, what does that mean? Um, Like, my play partner, the person that I'm interacting with, or, like, having in a dynamic with at the time, so, like, dom, sub, that kind of thing, like, the person that I'm interacting with. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what about y'all? Okay. Tati asked Your turn. I definitely can't talk that (laughs) I was going to say, bitch, I'm basic as hell over here. (laughs) Girl, the craziest, most memorable sexual encounter. Wow. I feel like I really have to think about that. Okay, well, I'll jump right Um, in. So. Okay, well, go ahead. (laughs) It's not necessarily like the craziest, but it's definitely memorable because I think it's funny. And I was so embarrassed for a long time. 
but I had this boyfriend and I wasn't like experienced at the time sucking dick. So I was like trying my best, whatever. And Aww. I had watched, yes, at the time I had watched a lot of Roxanne Reynolds porn. You know, she sucks dick very well. So I was trying to do what she did on the dick and I ended up throwing up all over his penis, all over his lap. And it was horrible. He was pissed, but oh I thought it was gosh. funny. <laughs> I feel like that happens to everybody at some point in time. Like it just is I've what never it is. Grown up on a dick. Oh, yes. okay. Girl, oh. I didn't know nothing about <laughs> live a little. Gag muscles. <laughs> so, did y'all think no. of one yet? Um, I mean, I feel like I guess my most memorable one is just like the time I like had sex in a bathroom hotel with like a shit ton of people in the room <laughs> and we just like you know moseyed on out like nothing happened it was like a whole party it was a whole house party girl out. everybody knew what was going on <laughs> <laughs> um probably when I, I did reverse cowgirl instead of missionary instead of our regular missionary was that like your first time switching? Okay, it? no. <laughs> that was so vanilla. I'm just playing. Because y'all don't understand, my mama listens to this, and I just, she thinks I'm a virgin, and I just can't like, have her. Well, after uh, listening to out. so many episodes, I'm sure she knows you're not. <laughs> I'm just so stressed out. Um, I'm trying to think which story I want to tell. Good golly, Molly. Okay, so... I think my craziest sexual experience was there was a um, it was New Year's Eve. I don't even know how many years ago. Um, shit face wasted. And we like were leaving the club like we had a section of the club. We were going up. We were going up, got so drunk. And I just remember like being in the car and I don't know why, but like all my friends have like an obsession with my boobs because they're like really nice size and so I just remember my friend being like oh Ashley like your titties like something about them and then next (laughs) thing I know like she just completely took advantage of me and just started sucking on them and I just didn't know what was happening (laughs) and then we like started making now like and then next thing I know my other friend was sucking on my titty and then my other friend I just had like three bitches sucking on my titties and I was just like so drunk and my boyfriend was like in the front seat like driving the car so he like turned around and like we're back there like going like girls gone wild he turns around and yells at me I was like Ashley sit your ass down and put your seatbelt on (laughs) and so me and all my friends are like what so so wait did he know what was going on or I mean, I think y'all were doing like, this behind his back. <laughs> well, we were kind of like doing it. I mean, we were in the back seat and like we were yelling, screaming. Like he couldn't. He's like in the front driving, so he couldn't really see what was going on. But he just knew we were like back there acting crazy. No, he knew what she was doing. He just was mad that he wasn't watching or involved. <laughs> so, y'all, my friends are like taking videos and every just all kinds of crazy stuff. And so we get back to the apartment. And they said that I did it once again. I don't remember. I was so drunk, but we all went into the room. It was four of us. It was three girls and my boyfriend. And we just had like one big foursome. And a good time. Yeah. So that's probably the most memorable because there was so much that happened after that. And like still to this day, it's just like 
one of the like craziest stories. That's probably like that's probably number one, and then like I have a crazy story number two that's just like just as crazy as that one. So, <laughs> well, we're gonna get into your crazy stories here in a bit. Let's move on in our icebreaker. We want to know: Does size really matter? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> see. I'm going to say I'm going to go with no. I'm with you. No. No. Okay, I say it does. So what do y'all consider like small and then what do y'all consider big? Okay, if if I can put it in my mouth and I don't and it doesn't like gag me, like I don't know, like a double mouth. Like I need to just be able to go halfway down with my mouth regularly and then have to like choke myself to like get the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like normal, regular, average. It doesn't have to be big but I don't want to but what can you do with a small dick like what is it doing for y'all what does that mean I mean I don't think the size matters I think it just depends on the person that's just like a little I feel like I've seen some bitches who have like little booties that know how to work their hips shape like know what they doing versus a bitch who got big thighs a big booty and she don't know what to do with that shit like you know what I mean it's about the person I I don't know because it's like Go ahead, Tati. I think that people say size don't matter until they have a micro dick. Like, until you have a that's, micro dick. But I feel like that's the only bitch. time it matters, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the only it, time so it matters. So, it does matter. Like, I'm fine with an average size penis. I'm fine with your seven inches and your, you know, your medium size girth. Like, that's yeah. fine. But when you come, when you pop out with the Vienna sausage, like, that's a problem. So, put the three, four, one inch Yeah, penis, I definitely say that size. Yeah, size does matter. I'm not saying you have to have a enormous dick because I've definitely dealt with people that had really big penises and it was too overwhelming for me and I would rather not. But I just <laughs> would not prefer a really small penis that looks just looks like an enlarged clit. Like, okay, I know, but though. I feel like nothing that's is the worse ex- than when. <laughs> Well, I just feel like nothing is worse. Like when y'all doing foreplay and like you're so turned on and you ready for this man to fill you up with his dick. And when he slides it in, you feel nothing. That is like one of the ultimate disappointments to me. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not asking God to send me a straw dick. (laughs) I'm just saying (laughs) if it's regular. (laughs) Yeah. If it's, I'm not asking him to send me some pasta, a little pasta dick. I'm just saying if regular, (laughs) normal, is okay for me. So I'm, I'm with you. Give me a regular size dick with an upwards curve, and we happy. I'm real happy. Okay, so what's regular size? Like I mean, what's the average? Is what like five and a half right now? Six. Yeah, I think yeah. that's average. Yeah, I'm. I can survive as long as it's a nice curve somewhere in there. I'm good. <laughs> and you know, a little thick. I think five is okay. Like it's I not mean, it's not. Enough, it's not. It's a, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not doing no more baby arms. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. I Girl, like my, I'm not doing I that. I like my cervix. I like being able to. So, no. what's the largest dick y'all taken? Oh my Size gosh. wise, what do you think? I, I don't even know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have an answer. It was like my forearm, kind of ish, when it was hard. Oh my god! Uh, but I'm not like a huge okay, person, sis. I'm so happy you're here with us today. I guess After maybe that. not my whole forearm, but. <laughs> 
I guess that would be just like because that thing I'm gonna split you in. I would know, bitch. Your insides are. But that hurts because you like if you're not prepared for that, you rip and then you gotta like towel it and hold the towel. No, I don't need to be doing all that. I just want to be. I don't need. I don't want a recovery every single time, girl. I don't don't want to be like can't sit down. Hurts when you go pee because it hurts to work. No, I'm not doing wipe. You can't walk. Little skin between your vagina and anus kind of splits exactly. a little. Oh, I would like yeah. to keep that. I want that to keep all of that worst. It really is. That shit stings when you go pee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. not doing that. It's like, okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, well, so. moving on, what's our favorite sex positions? I have to be on top. And I, okay. So this is the thing I have to be on top riding it. You have to have at least one titty in my mouth. If you can kind of like fit both, then shout outs to you and then I need you to have one hand on my butt cheek and the other hand the finger the thumb needs to be in my asshole and that's like oh, you're really well that's how, well that's how I come <laughs> like that's everything that was that the most description listen I know it works for me but just overall like my favorite position that's probably my favorite besides riding the face I like to ride the face and I, I like to ride the ride the dick because I like and I like to look at you. It's just something about your titties being in my mouth and like you being able to grab my ass and smack it and just like I can see your face because I can see that I'm just really fucking it up and you're like about to go crazy. That's that's what I like. Yeah, you seem like you like the control. I wouldn't say that I like to be in control, but I just like to know that I'm fucking it up because. Then I just feel like I'm the shit. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, Ashley, you did that. Look at him. He can't even take it. Oh, <laughs> you need the ego stroke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was. I would say that. Yeah. I like to. Um, what's the word? I feel like because my love language is words of affirmation, that somehow relates into the bedroom where, like, I need you to just tell me that everything I'm doing is like perfect. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay well I'm definitely gonna go with missionary I know it's boring but I don't care I just like the sensation of a man's weight on top of me plus I think that that position is like the most intimate position you can be so I think I'm my way you gotta like somebody missionary. for missionary though like I gotta like you, you, do, you, you do pretty much everybody I fuck I really really like so yeah me too that's that's a good position for me. That's the wettest position yeah. for me. I've never like had sex with somebody I I didn't like like so. I'm... So what about you girls? I like sex. That I <laughs> I don't I really don't care what happens. I'm I'm real primal. Whatever is going mm-hmm. on, it's it's whatever's going on. As long as we figure it out, I'm mm-hmm. good. Okay. Nothing. Okay. I definitely like little bit of this, little bit of that. Like that's my favorite position. See, that's that's a cool position. Sometimes, yeah. I just don't get anything from that. I don't get anything from that. I don't get you kissing me. I don't get you like like it's not intimate. I don't feel like I don't know. It don't even to me. That's just all for him. Like it's no, it does nothing for me. Not really. Like I like to throw my ass back and then catch it. Like you know, DJ the clip a little Mm -hmm. bit. Perfect. So, what's our favorite toy to use with a partner? 
So I've never used, I've used a toy one time and then I got a yeast infection the yes, the next day. And so I never use it again. And I've never used a toy since. And was the toy that we cleaned was, properly. Okay. See, somebody said that, but I mean, shit, if I take it out the plastic, it should be clean, right? No, you need to clean it. No, you have to clean you it You need first. to clean it immediately. <laughs> well, that's why my damn vagina was on fire. Cause bitch, I, w- I was literally in the damn clinic yeah. like help me help me help that's me. what you didn't and that clean was it. like my first yeast infection too so i didn't know what the hell was going on bitch i thought i had an std i thought an sti i thought i was about to die i know thought a girl you don't even know what's going through my head but so i haven't used one since because i just don't know what the hell is gonna happen i thought i was allergic to it i oh didn't know God. what was going on you didn't clean it that was the problem <laughs> You gotta, you're, you need to clean it first. So now I'm scared, but I'm just like, okay, that's too much. I gotta buy the toy, buy the cleaning product. I'll just have sex. Like, it's just too much. It's really not, though, but it's so worth it. If you get the right toy, it's so worth it. Okay, so what's what do the you right normally toy? use? Okay, so I, I really can't decide. Like, I'm torn between two. Like, I love my spreader bar, but I also, mm. okay, what's have- the yeah, like for those, because I don't know what the hell that is. It's I do. I saw it on Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, I want that bar. That bar that they yes. had. Yes, I want that because it's adjustable. That shit was sexy. But I have two that like they're different sizes, and mm-hmm. essentially what it is is it keeps your legs or your arms or whatever at that space. So there's mm-hmm. like cuffs that go around oh. your ankles or your wrists or. However, you decide to put it together, like mine, let's one like mine, it's cuffs, and then like I can handcuff my hands to it. So it's essentially like your wrist and your ankles are all on the same level. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. I love that. And then have y'all heard of this, like the satisfier? It's like that. It does that little suction thing. Yes, I saw it on AdamandEve.com. That I really, thing. really want it. That How does you need it to feel get it. Like, <laughs> like Christ, like, like Jesus loved you. Your clit. Like Jesus I'm loved you. Because I don't and know I anybody. I got a 50% off code. <laughs> everybody I know who has used it has been like, mm, three minutes and I'm, my bed is wet and there's puddles and I'm straight for it. Yes. Like, wow. I need I that. I'm no, ready bitch, I'm that. ready. I need that today. But if you use <laughs> them both together, then it's even better because you can't close your legs and then it's like forced. Okay, so I did want to add that I did use one sex toy in the bedroom before and it's so just childish almost. It's like, who uses a cock ring anymore? Oh, that's nothing did. wrong with that. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know if that was just like childish or not. But the funny thing is, the guy's mother gave the cock ring to us. Girl, Aww. what? Yes. <laughs> yes, she did. Along with a big-ass pink vibrator. It's like what? mean girls. Yeah, she right. she definitely did. <laughs> I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool, I'm a cool mom. mom. <laughs> I've never used a toy with a partner, so... I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm like into that yet, but I've never tried it and I'm always open to things. I just I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll buy something and just have you ever used a toy alone? I have used a toy alone, like only a dildo and a vibrator. Nothing else. I feel like I need to explore myself a little bit more. I think you do too. 
okay, well, you know, send me some suggestions. Well, girl, we better to get that Satisfier Pro 2. Okay. That's my baby. Just got me hip. That is my baby. Hopefully it comes in pink so I can add it to my pink little toy collection. I think mine is rose gold. So if that works for you. That'll do. That'll match perfectly. All my toys are pink. (laughs) So what are you sticking it in there or is it just like on top? No, no. It just goes on top. On top of your But I did see I did see one where it was like it had the little suction part, mm-hmm. but then there was also like in the handle was actually the dildo. It was a dildo and it vibrated too. So I may try to get that. And that was like $35. I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> but see, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just do such a good job by myself. And it takes me like two minutes and I could just be knocked out afterwards. I just be feeling like I don't need a toy. You may not need it, but you you will open up a different dimension once you got a couple. Okay. You should definitely think about trying but, toys. So why do y'all have so many, though? You don't just need one? Well, they do different things. Like, mm-hmm. every toy doesn't do the exact same operations, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. So it's like having different flavors of juice. I, yeah. Yes. Totally. No. <laughs> It's like it's like a colored pencil box, you know, like okay, mm-hmm. different okay. shades yeah, like you, of makeup. Everything does something okay. different. You want to use something, you want to feel, look a little different each day, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just hits okay. a different spot, tickles a different, you know. Yes, okay. comparison. I like that the comparison. Sense. That was good. Well, well, guys, have you guys ever had a threesome? And if you have, like, what do you consider the perfect third to be? Like, how do you go about? finding somebody or like yeah that's the one this is who I want in my bedroom I retired from threesome so I'm I'm not involved in this conversation <laughs> why I, I retired I, I had a, I had a dramatic moment and I, I what retired. happened so I've realized that if you do threesomes you can only be emotionally attached to one of the people involved mm-hmm. like you can only but then I'm real I'm real careful with how, like, I love sex. I'm, I will fuck almost anything, but not really. Like, you got to be select, like that selective hole kind of thing. Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I just can't. Like, I've just had some really bad experiences. People didn't gone crazy, turned stalkerish, tried to be in relationships. I lost my best friend of like 17 years. Like, I'm, I am. I am all the way good on. So this is what people mean when they say like you need to find the perfect third. But yes. nobody ever gives an example what the perfect third. Because it depends on your relationship. It depends on the dynamic. It like if it, you and your best friend, like you and your best girlfriend want to hook up with a guy, then that's cool. Like but y'all y'all are the two that are emotionally attached to each other. Right. And so would guy. you say Oh, would yeah, you say it's better for you to do a threesome with people that you know? Or, like, be the third yourself with a random couple. Like, going to it by yourself. If no you can detach. If you can detach. If you're easily, if you can easily detach from things, then by all means, go for it. Have fun. It's a blast. Like, I would rather have a threesome with a whole bunch of chicks than with anybody that I'm ever dating ever again for the rest of my life. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That definitely makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. Well, I've never had a threesome, so I can't even say what the perfect third was, but I, I 
can definitely with that story, I won't be one of my best friends. <laughs> Don't ever do it. <laughs> right. All right. So um, what were you about to say, Ashley? Nothing. I was going to say like that. I don't, I mean, like, I get where V's coming from, but I've been in a situation where I was emotionally attached to both people and, like, it was fine. Um, and as far as the perfect third goes, I don't think there's, like, an actual science to it. Like, I don't think two plus two equals four. Mm-hmm. I think there's certain qualities that you can look for and, like, probably like, but, like, I can't just sit down and be like, okay, this is, like, the perfect person. Like, I don't know. It's kind of just, like... It's whatever feels good in that moment, kind of thing. Yeah, like you, exactly. if you fit the vibe, then this is exactly, work. exactly, exactly. Like, and that's what and I think. That's just sex in general. Like, it just has to be natural. Like, it just has to flow. Like, it can't be, you know, forced or awkward or that type of thing. Like, you you can tell like when it's when it's right. So, well, this brings up my question about threesomes. How do you go about actually asking for a threesome? Because y'all talking about it's natural, it's a vibe. But if you're sitting next to your best friend and your boyfriend is on the other side of the couch, how the fuck do y'all end up all naked? You say I'm <laughs> fucking horny. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> if you're comfortable I don't know. with somebody and y'all can communicate, then it shouldn't be forced. Mhm. Are you? Yeah, like. Go ahead. I don't know. I just, I just feel like you know, what somebody is willing and not willing to do. Like, don't ask me how, but I don't know. I've I've never asked anybody like, hey, do you want to have a, have a threesome? I've never done it in my life. It's like they just. It just kind of happens. Know. It's like, oh, this is fun. Oh, 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 we're all in a mm-hmm. room together. Oh, all yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most of the time on my end every time alcohol has been involved so oh so you got to release your inhibitions through alcohol yes mm-hmm. like it wasn't anything like sober so i think that's the only way i would be able to have a threesome i was like this close to having a threesome and i'm actually glad it did not happen so why didn't it happen i i don't know it just didn't happen <laughs> like it was just it wasn't an awkward situation but I'm so were y'all all quit. like kissing on each other and then somebody stops like how did it just it not did not, happen it did not get that far so like we were all three in a room and like these two people they were about to have sex and then like somebody asked me did I want to stay and I was like y'all stay and then it just was like it just kind of like fizzled out it was just a really we were all like drunk but I mean they came with me so nobody had ended up having sex anyway we just all left so that's weird. Just glad it didn't happen. That's just weird. <laughs> that's yeah, that's weird. just shut down out of nowhere. It was such a like, weird thing, but I just like, okay, obviously it was not meant to happen, and it didn't. Okay, so our last question, because we got to move on from this icebreaker. So during one of our wildcard episodes, I had told the girls about an interview I listened to where a submissive told her story of her dominant what actually shoot jizz onto foods like crackers and cakes and ice cream and then feed it to her. Question to you, V, is would you eat food with singing on it? I think that's the only way I would do that, like, during a scene. Okay. But I've definitely so, seen people make, like, cumsicles and... Cumsicles? Yeah, now like, that's... freeze it and put it in, like, a ice... You know how I used to make, like, Kool-Aid popsicles mm, right. when you were uh-huh, a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you guys are so dedicated 
to have this person like shoot their wide and like ice girl and then and wait it. hours for it to freeze and then but come there back are and people suck it. like that though like that's like their that's their like their kink like that's their kink they love like their their cum sluts like they'll do mm-hmm. any and everything for some cum and i i mean i get it i just i think i might be a cum slut how's that who would do that i would be like yeah and i just like like facials like please i like i i want it like all over me please come for me and i <laughs> want it everywhere see i'm a little different is- because when i see come i kind of get disgusted in a way like, after you come, like, if you come on my stomach or my butt, like, I need you to get a warm towel and wipe it up immediately. I'm not about to settle in and let it dry on me. I'm ready for it to be wiped the fuck up. It's good for your skin, though. <laughs> you know, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. They I mean, give semen facials. Like, actual, like, facials. Like, an esthetician yes. does it, you know? So I'm like, Yes, I definitely, I've heard of that, but... I don't know. I think it's just like the mucusy texture that turns me off. Just rub it all over you. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah, and just let it sit. Let it sit a little. Okay, bit. we'll I try. Can imagine it that day. it probably. I can imagine that it probably is good for your skin because when I get pregnant, like I'm definitely pumping and drinking my own milk. I just feel like anything that comes from your body that it actually makes is like probably good for you. Only if you have a good diet, because it's that battery acid come too. Because that's food, not. Yeah. True. Those niggas that smoke black and, and don't eat fruits and vegetables. <laughs> True. Right. But eating hot fries and a uh, gas station pizza. And, and it hurts when it gets in your mouth. Yeah, no. Burns oh your skin gosh. off. <laughs> no, we don't need that. Girl, don't let that shit get in your eyeball, oh, bitch. God. Be blind. Okay, Fetty Wap. <laughs> oh, bitch. I've had that happen in my eye. You did. You did. You I told a story on here about that. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, like damn, am I gonna get pink? No, you so just concerned. gotta keep some cold visine. And just yes. Really? Cold visine. Put the put your visine okay, in the refrigerator. And if you ever get cum in your eye, just drop, drop, drop. Rest it out, you good to go. Girl, V is coming with the tips, honey. Girl, she about she to let us out in the world prepared. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, I, I didn't realize people didn't know that that was a thing until probably like the last year of I life. Didn't if know. you ever get come in your eye, like visine it out, like overload the visine. So like you're tearing or like an eye wash kind of thing, like the mm-hmm. first aid kit eye wash, just flush mm-hmm. it out. You good? So no excuses, ladies. No wow. excuses. That is a lifesaver. I wish I would have known that shit. I mean, it helps for like regular eye irritation too, because the cold soothes your eye. But like, you can also you can also you know just throw some visine and on you know your nightstand inside your bed, and if you ever get come in your eye, just flush, flush, real quick. Hmm. Well, all right. (laughs) So as we stated before, during this episode, we'll be discussing BDSM, and I don't want to put you on the spot, girl, but. Can you define? Jazz, can you? Oh, okay, so I was gonna ask. Go ahead. I was gonna ask V if she can define BDSM. The acronym. Yes, and everything okay. that it entails. So, essentially, I feel like it's become this like catch-all for alternative sex. Mm-hmm. But it's like the BD is bondage and discipline. The DS is dominant and submissive, or dominance and submission. And then the SM is like sadist, masochist, 
sadomasochism, that sort of thing. Uh, so, what's the sadomasochist and what's a, a masochist girl? What? girl. Sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-sado-masochist-s
it started off with him being a lifestyle and her a lifestyler and forcing her into it and that's what pissed me off because it wasn't consensual he was abusive all like he wasn't in the right headspace because in order for you to do some of the things that you're doing like I don't know if y'all saw all the movies because I actually did oh, watch them I, I read did. the books I, I watched went them to the all. damn theater to watch I didn't do all movie. that I waited till <laughs> it was free on my HBO but <laughs> a girl I was not paying for that but it was it was just he was because he was taking out an like a type of anger and some deep-seated mental anguish that he had it was not sane it was not safe it wasn't consensual and that's like a big like there's different philosophies that go with bdsm too and safe sane consensual is one of them and it was none of those and she wasn't she wasn't fully aware of everything that she what was happening so she couldn't you can't consent to something you don't know about like Right, you're just. But she did actually in movie two ask for him to you know take her to his dungeon, his playroom. Right, but she did. She wasn't aware of like all of the things that were going to happen, and she wasn't aware. Like, I feel like he took advantage of her being so naive, and that is Mm -hmm. not that is not what it's about. And I feel like so many people got like, yeah, it was cool because it opened up the door to the culture, but at the same time, it was like, okay, wait, I need to redirect, and I'm I'm like that like all right we need to redirect we need to have a conversation about this because this is not okay and if anybody ever treats you this way it's not okay it's not Mm. it's not safe it's abusive like that whole all of that was abusive and it pissed every kingster i know hates that movie i actually (laughs) heard that before like a lot of people in the bdsm community do not rock with that movie and I, but most I find of the movies are like that. Most <laughs> No, and it's it's cool, especially if you just, like, want to, you know, just do something a little different. Like, I get it. It opened the door. Like, how many people knew what the hell a spreader bar was? Okay, or, I was just about to say, when I saw right. that scene, I was like, oh, bitch. Yeah, or, like, a flogger, or who knew about Benoit balls before he threw them in her and made her go to dinner? Like, a lot of people weren't Wait, aware. what yeah. does Benoit balls exactly do? Because I see that she was holding them with her coochie muscles, but I don't know, like, the They're, benefit. Like, they, sh- they strengthen. There's different types. So, like, they can... Essentially, what you do is you put them in, and they help you strengthen. But then sometimes, like, they'll hit... Yeah, yeah I've had a pair. I, yes. Then they have, like, some that are, like, mag- they're not magnetic but they're like the same type of magnetic frequency or whatever they're both Mm -hmm. like so when they hit if they try to hit or like you squeeze them they kind of like move around because they're trying to get away from each other so you like feel it inside of you wow yeah it's it's real yeah because it can be like an orgasm child yes right like yeah so i did have a pair i had used it because i wanted a tighter banana. so if people wants to use like if our <laughs> listeners wants to pick up benoit balls like should they go out for the first time like the girl did in 50 shades of gray or stay no, at home and be no there's no <laughs> way in hell i would advise that like i feel like everything that you do and when you try something you should do it in a safe environment like i'm really about the safe control thing like I'm not gonna be walking around and let a ball drop out of me because my body's not used to carrying something and then I gotta explain (laughs) to whoever I'm with or the person who's standing behind me at the mall that the like no we're not doing this yeah this big ass ball fell out of my vagina (laughs) but yeah yeah. like we're not doing that like that that's a no 
So I feel like, yeah, you practice and then because you're not really supposed to do anything that you keep inside of you is really not supposed to be there for longer than 30 minutes at first. Mm. Like you got to ease into stuff and build up to stuff, which is the same as relation, like the whole BDSM thing is like going head first into things. And that's not really the best way to do it. That's how I did it, but that's not really the best way to do it. So we're definitely going to get into yeah, that was gonna be my like next how question. a person, you know, like join. But I wanted to like keep it in the same movie category really fast and ask you, has anybody seen Nymphomaniac before on Netflix? No, ma'am. Okay, so just to add some context, it's a two-part movie about this woman who's addicted to sex and it just ruins her life and puts her in like crazy predicaments. But at one point in the movie, she eventually just had too much sex where she could never come again. So she decided to go to a dominant. I don't know if this is the right word, but a dominant. And he would, you know, spank her really hard, like her vagina and her buttocks. And eventually that pain would her sexually. So my question is, how do you get stimulated from pain? Because you're a masochist. And it turns you on and it feels good. So it must just be like the chemical like makeup and essentially that's like, what it is, yes. Yeah. Because it triggers like when you're in pain, it's essentially like the same types your body needs to get comforted and you go into this like subspace. So mm-hmm. in order to like you get high. You get high off the chemicals in your body. Mm-hmm. But isn't subspace sometimes considered dangerous because you can't feel the level of pain that you're getting? It's dangerous if you're with somebody that you can't trust and that doesn't know what to look for. Okay, okay, okay. So that makes it's, sense. So how it's okay, okay if it's controlled and you're in a safe space and you're or you're aware of the things that are happening. Like there's diff, like yeah, if you're aware of not if you're because you're not you don't be aware, but if you're with somebody who's aware and pays attention mm-hmm. to like your breathing and the little things and they know okay this is too far this is okay I probably need to chill out with this okay let me switch this up so that she doesn't go too far or because your eye you you go into subspace deep enough your eyes gloss over you mm-hmm. do not know what's happening you are just like you're present mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. you you don't think anymore like you could literally tell like you could tell people to like jump off of something and they would do it I feel like I felt like that before. That Probably seems dangerous. Dream, but I've definitely felt like I've had sex so like before and I just felt like so spaced out and like it was painful mm-hmm. but it felt exactly. so good. So yeah, I've definitely Yeah, been it's there just before. it's just this really deep like because so much of like BDSM and all of that is psychological. Like so right. much of it is mental and you can't like well, you have speaking to... Go ahead. So, the, of- I, so I'm wondering, wait, Jasmine, mm-hmm. so h- how did you, like, get into BDSM? I jumped into it head first. I fell down the rabbit hole. Um, I, that's, at but least like, that's what, what I say. Like, okay, I want to... Tr- I say well, that like, I fell what, what down the rabbit hole because I I met somebody and he was, I think he was, like, six years older, seven years older than me. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, this is what I'm into. Here. This is what you're about. And I kind of mm-hmm. just tumbled into it. I was, like, 19. So I kind of just tumbled into it. And ever since then, like, granted, since then, I've kind of learned and I've been exposed to different people. And he did he didn't do a bad job at teaching me the things that I needed to know. Um, But you kind of you meet other people and you 
you build right. those relationships and you kind of learn the things that are okay, the things that are not okay. What should I be looking for? What are the warning signs? What am I into? Okay. You get experiment, like you experiment because like, okay, I don't know. You don't know what you into until you know what you into. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So are you I still with that agree. same partner that introduced you <clears throat> no, to the lifestyle? Hell no. <laughs> okay, I'm so- still very cool with him though. <laughs> like I, I love him to death. Like I can call him kind of like that Fifty Shades relationship. I can call mm-hmm. him to like I could call him today and know that if I needed anything, he would have my back. Whatever. But we don't have that type of relationship. Like I actually, mm-hmm. I tried to be real vanilla for I think three, four years. Three years, I tried to be really, really vanilla. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not, it's not the life I need to live. So, so would you say that like what made you want to try it was like you liking the guy that you were with at the time? It was like he showed me some things. And I was like, oh, I'm here for this. Oh, this is well. Fun. What did he okay. show you first? That piqued your interest. Oh, he threw me into a dungeon head first. Like he was like, oh, Whoa. this is what we're doing today. <laughs> this is what we're gonna. Oh. Hey, I'm gonna. Okay. And I'm just. I'm wondering how he, like, kind of knew that you would, like, be down for it. Like, how do you know you wouldn't, like, okay, no, I'm not fucking with this and, like, turn the other way? Um, I think you can tell when somebody's willing to experiment. Just, like, if you, you know, like, if you're dating yeah. somebody or if yeah. you, you're talking to somebody, you kind of know, like, okay, you're the type of person that's willing to experiment or, you know, you have those boundaries. Right. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's those conversations that you have with somebody and you realize, Okay. All right, you're here for this. Like that's how my boyfriend, like my current partner, my boyfriend. That's how he is. Like he was like, "Oh, you know what? I've been thinking about this, but I never had anybody to try it with, and you're really into it. So we gonna do this." So this Mm. new partner. So how many? How did you introduce, or how did your new partner agree to this play? So what we ended up doing is we found like this real funky uh, survey online. It was probably like 400 questions, but it was like, what are you like? The It was literally like a list of things and it's like medical play and I want to like impact play and there's different categories. And it was like, Hey, I'm willing to do this to somebody else, but I don't want to do this to be done to me or I would at least consider it. And we kind of we literally went through that I think it probably took us like a month when we started dating to go through everything and just like to have those conversations I'm real I'm rolling your face about sex like look I'm I'm I am who I am I like what I like if you got a problem with it you can kick rocks right and because I've I I have put that side of myself in a box before and Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna do it again so you either gonna take it or you gonna leave it. You don't think I'm crazy. You don't think I'm weird. I'm one of them freaky crazy girls. I hate that word, but them freaky crazy girls. You hate the word freaky. I hate the word freak. Why? I was gonna ask you about that. Actually, <laughs> Why? I was gonna ask you about that. Like, do you consider being into like being into fetishes and being into BDSM? Like, would you say, oh, that makes you a freak because? And does that make the women who aren't into that not freaks? Like, no. Or is it just like a whole different category of just sex in general? You're kinky. Because not even all of it is sex. You're, okay, kinky. you're kinky. Not freaky. Freak. Okay. Freak is relative. Freak mm-hmm. is based right. on what you've been exposed to, and that's right. why I don't like it. Yeah kinky at least there's there's some type of hard line and you can kind of quantify that right because Mm -hmm. freaky has a negative connotation to go alongside with it Mm -hmm. 
Like it sounds negative, it sounds bad. Like it's you're... stupid and it's relative. Like if mm-hmm. you've only had sex with one person your whole life and y'all did a missionary, you gonna think anybody that does anything else is freaky. It, it's <laughs> freaky, right, right, exactly. If I've had sex so, with 112 people and I'm used to all of the things, and you can tie me up and beat me, and I'm willing to do spins on the dick with a butt plug in, like you talking about the same thing that you think is freaky i'm not gonna think it's freaky i'm gonna be like oh that's that's a tuesday what you mean right <laughs> so let me ask you how many people have you introduced to like your fetishes and bdsm would you say oh god i don't even know well see i i feel like kinky people gravitate towards each other after a while like you mm-hmm. kind of just you realize like oh, okay people like there's little trigger words that you'll hear and you're like oh you're one of me so okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like you can't get that from people it's just like you can get that vibe from somebody if they would be you know open to something that you're doing or if they're like that so. have you ever been turned down when you introduced someone when I've like I've opened up the box and they've been like mm-hmm. this is a little too much for me yeah of course okay. I feel like that's normal because some and then some mm-hmm. people think that they're okay with stuff and then they realize like oh you like being bruised maybe I shouldn't uh-uh, I can't right. I'm not okay with this and that's fine too like that's that's all consent at some point you can decide no I don't want to do this so do you ever just have like I don't want to call it normal sex but do you ever just yes like, I, I have don't normal call it regular sex, sex I have okay. regular schmegular <laughs> we're laying in bed at two o'clock in the morning and roll over and yes I have normal sex <laughs> right <laughs> and yeah I have no I think everybody has normal sex it's just it's not always what you want. And, like, there's a time and a place for everything. Right. <clears throat> okay. Right. So, <clears throat> I guess we know that in a BDSM relationship, there's typically a dominant and a submissive. What are you? I'm technically a switch. Technically. Oh, because, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So, like, with my partner, I am very submissive. Like, I am a... And then there's like look different categories, mm-hmm. but I am I am the most submissive. But then there's other like kinks that it's like okay I'm gonna be a little bit more dominant over here. Like I can be dominant with females. I'm usually not dominant with males that I'm attracted to. I can be, I I that's just not a thing. For, if I'm dominant with you, then chances are you are in some way into like this little foot worship fetish or something like that and you're a pay pig and Mm -hmm. I'm fine with treating you like shit but like if I'm attracted to you like and you let me be dominant I'm not gonna be attracted to you (laughs) so what makes you want to be submissive I am really like my normal personality is very like in your face and then like work-wise I'm very determined and it's just kind of like that switch for me. Like I, I'm, I'm a, I guess, how do I say that? Okay. So the, the S type that I am, which is like the submissive type, cause there's so many different types, but it's like a little, which is into like that age play thing. Mm-hmm. So I like regress, but then I'm also into like pet play and like, just like that, take care of me. Oh, daddy, come take care of me kind of thing. So yeah, I'm like that when I'm at home and I can because I zone out and I don't have to like I don't have to think and I don't have to be responsible anymore. Like I will lay mm-hmm. on the bed with the coloring book and watch cartoons all day and be totally fine with it. 
And that's the aspect of age play. Right. right, right, right. It's not like no pedophile, like, oh, little girl, let me grab your yeah. pink heels. No, it's not like that. And I feel like a lot of people think that about that, too. Like that daddy, daddy, baby girl relationship. No, please, no. So how does your partner yeah, act I've when you're in age play? Before. Like, how, does, how do they act when you refer to essentially a little girl? I mean, he, he's used to it. Like, he don't. He's like, oh, okay, this is where you are. Oh, you're talking like a four-year-old. And he's, like, naturally, like, a really, really caring person. So he's just, like, he's just really caring. And he's, like, I have, like, rules and, well, yeah, I've had rules and that sort of thing. And it's like, oh, there's a bedtime. Oh, you need to, I need to be strict with you now. Did you eat? No, you can't have that. Like, it's kind of parental, but not so much i guess it's funky okay. it's funky we're we're all really really weird i don't think that's weird i've definitely seen like i used to watch taboo and like other documentaries that you know discuss bdsm play and i've seen like the parental control and the you know wanting to be controlled and things like that i feel like i'm like that in some of my relationships i like to be told what to do or i like to feel submissive to the yeah because then I'm it makes dating, you so. like i know that you care enough about me to want to put these rules yeah. into place for me like there was a point like um i think last year i wasn't working for a couple months and it was like okay you need to work out this day you need to do a book report you need to turn it in at this time you need to make sure you do your chores these are your chores if you don't if you do, you get X amount of points a day and then I'll buy you something with your points. And if not, then you get a punishment like that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's it's normal to me. So were you about to say something? Tati? So I know we had okay. like, yeah. So um, I just want to kind of double back try because I know once you said like, you know, if you're having play with um, your partner and if you guys are you know being physical and you start to get bruised a lot he'll he'll back down and say you know I don't want to do that so and what extent have you have you ever been hurt like where it's like okay I don't know I need to take my ass to the doctor I need to ice <laughs> my forehead or like, I've never like had that. a sex sent me to the ER moment I have not personally okay. I know some people <laughs> who have um but I feel like with everything that you do you have to be very careful and very aware of what you're doing and everybody needs to know what's happening. They need to be aware of the risks, that sort of thing. Um, so you've never gotten spanked like too hard. Oh, or, like no. your ass cheeks oh, hurt for oh, a week. Oh honey, I've had, my ass has been blue, purple, pink, like all of the colors. And I've had bruises and couldn't sit. Um, I've been bleeding like, but that I'm into that. So I don't, like yeah. I, I like hurt so that's not necessarily a bad thing to me now if it gets to the point where I'm experiencing like an immense amount of pain and it's not like oh when I sit down and my butt still hurts oh that feels kind of good like then we need to address things but at the same time that's why you you have safe words and you have those types of measures in place and you're you don't interact with somebody who isn't aware of what those triggers are and doesn't know what to look for so speaking of safe word, are you willing to share yours with us and our my, listeners? My safe word is patriots. I don't <laughs> because we both hate them. Wow. That's clever. <laughs> That's pretty clever. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I didn't even know that that was like an intimate thing. Like, no, it can, it can literally be like that red, yellow thing. It can Mm -hmm. totally be that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do that just because it's real simple. Um, For me, it's, I would prefer to have like a personal, but if you're in that subspace, like you may not think about that. So like you have to be with somebody who's going to be like, okay, so do you remember your safe word? when your eyes are starting to glaze over so that they know that you are still kind of in reality a little bit. Okay, real quick, Tati and Ashley, if y'all had to think of a safe word on the top of y'all dome, what would it be right now? <laughs> Something I, that you'd remember. Can... Something that you remember. Come on, come on. Throw it out there. Holy no, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never technically said holy fuck while I'm having sex. So if I'm saying holy fuck, like, you need to calm down. You need to stop. (laughs) Yeah, you need to chill. Mine's would be tulip. That would be mine. I'm going to go with tulip. Because I like those flowers. What about you, Ashley? Um, I I really don't know. That's like, I can't think (laughs) that quick. Okay, well, of course I've ever realized they're, you know, the most private parts but how do you form a community around this lifestyle like how do you tell people about it or do you even tell people about it or is this just personal no there is a community because you can't like you have to learn from other people and especially like the people who are like dominant types like you have to learn that from somebody you have to like you have to be involved like I said before like going to like dungeons and then there's like demos and there's different like websites that you can join and be mm-hmm. and find activities and find gap like there's like a regular gathering like you could probably go to like a happy hour somewhere and there's people that are meeting up for some event and it's probably just a whole bunch of kinky people and it's just one of their vanilla events so that they can all talk to and meet each other so do you like when you say vanilla events, like what normally dressed like just no, like, like people who are like in normal clothes like at a happy hour or that are meeting and like like oh this is a private event downstairs and it's not like if you walked in you wouldn't be like oh these some kinky mother no you wouldn't be like you just like, like sex oh. parties with like latex <laughs> yeah. and chains and stuff no. and like you dress in like whatever you wear going to the mall but you know how, like, when we talk to our friends, we're like, oh, girl, yeah, his dick was so big. It was all in my ass, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Do you ever say, like, oh, girl, like, he spanked me so hard. My ass cheeks just started bleeding. I have friends that are like that. I do have those friends. And we'll send each other pictures of our bruises and be like, oh, I just tried this. Or, hey, I got a new set of butt plugs or, like, <laughs> that sort of thing. I have friends like that, yes. It's completely so normal. You- did you meet these uh, friends of yours before you actually got into like the BDS lifestyle or like you met them online in a community or you met them Some at a party? Of them I, yeah, I met most of them I met online or like like my normal friends that I've known my whole life. They just think that I just like crazy sex and that's just who she is. And that's cool. And if they ever have any questions or want to do some fun stuff they call me and be like hey I need an idea what should I do mm-hmm. right I wish I had a friend that I could be like you know what I you might should just you can this. call me I don't have any you can call me that are in some just call me <laughs> and now I do I got Girl, you we will hit you up I got you, you I feel like if I so ever <laughs> yeah like if I ever were to try 
I definitely think I would be like, hey, B, like, can I come over to your house? Like, can we go? Like, I just would <laughs> much rather do it with you because I feel like you, like, I feel, I feel safe with you and I don't even, like, know you like that. But I would trust, like, myself with you in that situation, like. But that's the thing because people do take advantage of people who are just, like, starting out, too. Like, that, that's a huge yeah. thing. Like, sub frenzy and, like, these fake doms, all that stuff is very real. So that brings us to the question, like, if we were or our listeners were interested in, you know, these types of sexual encounters, what advice would you give them to pursue a dominant or pursue a submissive? You wouldn't. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Well, what are some of the ways like these people can meet? I feel like you should never seek somebody out because that is how you get taken advantage of. Because Mm. there's this thing that happens when, like, people are first starting out where they go through this like I just said frenzy and it's essentially Mm -hmm. this phase where you're so desperate and you're so focused on being with somebody in a dynamic that you lose all common sense and you ignore all of the red flags because these dynamics you still you still look for red flags like if I wouldn't date you in regular life if that would be a red flag to me in regular life then there's no way that I need to be interacting with you so I feel like if you Mm -hmm. do want this type of relationship or you are interested find somebody or you know go to an event or just bring up bring one of your normal girlfriends with you and be like look girl I want to go to this event I just want to meet people and then you know you'll meet Mm -hmm. somebody and then you know maybe find somebody you trust find somebody you trust find like get on online like online you can find so many events Go jump on FetLife and find an event in your area and just walk, even if you're just walking around or like, hey, I want to go to a class. Like, I want to learn different ways to rig or I want to learn about impact play. Like, they have those types of workshops. Go find mm-hmm. somebody that you trust that, you know, you don't get those weird, creepy, all right, something's wrong with you in vanilla life kind of vibes from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, just like with a regular friend, you still like people are crazy. Don't you know? Like, yeah, I definitely feel like you need to bring somebody you're comfortable with to something like that. If you're, you know, first yeah. walk, walking into a situation grab like your that. your most For open sure. friend. Like, hey, look, I want to go to this thing, and I don't want you to judge me, but like, or hey, girl, mm-hmm. I saw this class about these electric wands and they shock you and I kind of just want to go and see what the hell this shit's about like do that like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like and maybe you'll meet somebody and don't be afraid to meet people and even if it's not somebody that you feel like you would play with you can still meet somebody that may take you to something else or introduce right. you to another group of people because it's, it's really hard being a woman of color and that it's, it's not fun and a lot of like kinky spaces are very white dominated. So you got to yeah. meet a person to meet a person mm-hmm. who will eventually get you to the person that you really want to meet. And then and that's what I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that. Cause I was just for our listeners going to ask you what your race was. Not that it like, just because I feel like a lot of like in the black community, we feel like that's like some white people shit. Quote, oh, unquote, we do. You know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's, the, I mean, but it's like that with everything, like, the Black community, we are just so judgmental about anything that's, like, alternative, and we don't get, like, going to seek therapy, there's no such thing as having anxiety, like, you know what I mean, Crazy like, it's it. just, 
Right. We either need to pray about or drink some water or sit our ass down somewhere. Like, no, I need to, you know, I, it, there's a the, thing is, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The other, I was going to say the other thing about like, like kinky culture is that a lot, a lot of what is mainstream is the impact play and like hitting and that sort of thing. So because, but because of that, a lot of people equivalent that with like slavery too and that's why they have a problem with it mm-hmm. right which i feel like i just don't see it that way but then there's there's race play. And I just, like you have to consider that too there's race play and i i'm not here for that but there are people who are into that i'm sorry i'm not gonna sit there and let you call me all types yeah no i've definitely heard girl. of like on porn you would have a white guy fucking a black woman, and then he'd be like, "You fucking nigger, bitch," mm-hmm. and, that, and she would be cool with it. Yeah, yeah, and that's real. And then there's people who specifically seek out like, "I want a, a BBC as a bull," and that sort of thing. Like, wow, like all of that is very real, and that comes into play. And because of that, a lot of black people like don't feel comfortable in those types of spaces, but. My thing is you have mm-hmm. to find somebody that you trust, somebody that respects you as a person and just go through it like that. Wow. Well, of course, um, you mentioned um, subspace earlier, but I wanted to talk about sub drop because God. when we were doing our research, <laughs> we know like I was reading the definition on rekink.com thanks to Ashley and she it read it refers to an emotional, psychological state after play where one might feel lonely, sad, feelings of loss or misgivings about the play they just had. So I wanted to ask you, what is your aftercare process so that you don't feel this way? Um, mine usually involves a whole lot of cuddles. I need, like, skin-on-skin contact. Like, if you hit me, I need you to skin-on-skin contact me. If we go through a scene that is really, um, like, deg- like, I'm into, like, degrading and humiliation type of thing so you can call me all types of names but then when that's over I need mm-hmm. you to remind me that you right. you look at me as a person and as an equal and we're mm-hmm. like because I'm not like a play person I'm a 24-7 lifestyle kind of thing so for me I need I need you to remind me that we're on equal playing ground and that I am a person and you know like I'll color and watch movies and eat my ice cream but I need you to like give me my blanket and cuddle me and rub my hair and all that like cute stuff but then like (laughs) a lot of it is psychological it's like you have to build that person back up you have to remind them that that like I Mm -hmm. I still look at you a certain way and I think for everybody their aftercare process is very different Um, but sub drop is very very real and it's worse like if you're with somebody who just doesn't care like I know people who have gone through extreme sub drops and they've gone into like depressions for months because wow. their because their dom yeah because their dom left them and they felt like they weren't worthy of anything anybody and it was it was just really rough mm-hmm so you do have to be very tough mentally to be I was just going to say have to, you have to like, you have to have a really high emotional IQ Mm. yeah that's what I was more so gonna say I was gonna say like I don't I forgot the word Tati just used that quick but I just think like your like yeah your level of like you said your emotional IQ just has to be you know way up there like you cannot be a shitty person and be a dom and you can 
because it's just not like everything goes two ways it's it's mm-hmm. still a relationship right and it's kind of like that re like reaffirmation mm-hmm. at the end yeah whatever whatever it takes for somebody to feel like a person and not an object or a mm-hmm. pet or whatever like whatever it takes for them to be able to function in day-to-day society that's what needs to happen and there's doms go through the same thing like it's like oh my god I just like beat your ass like oh my god did I really just <laughs> right. do that am I capable <laughs> like oh my god I love you so much what did I just do to you and they go through stuff where they don't and so it's 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 two it's a two-way street yeah no that I feel like I, that totally makes I sense see that. yeah because I could yeah. only imagine like hitting someone and then afterwards like being like okay I can't believe I because I can't hurt another human being like I've always said this like physically just hurt somebody like I would just be like oh my gosh like you know so no like the first time my boyfriend like really really hit me like like afterwards he was like baby baby you you got Mm -hmm. bruises on your butt and that's not the color of your skin (laughs) and oh my god I'm so sorry do you need an ice pack and oh my god oh my he was freaking out and I'm like I'm I'm good like it's okay okay so what do you need right now because you're freaking out a little and I'm good like I'm like right like so do the submissive mean cares does the submissive mean care as well I mean the dominance yes I mean the dominance yes everybody you need to if you're playing with somebody you need to do part of your responsibility whenever you're back to or what however y'all your dynamic works is y'all need to make sure that the other person can function in society like you can function in your day-to-day mm-hmm. so whatever that takes that's your responsibility mm-hmm. yeah so actually I have another question I was listening to another podcast and there was a dominant. Wait, hold on, on Tati. I'm sorry. Are you switching like topics completely? Like, <laughs> no. does it relate to what <laughs> we were just talking about? No, I'm saying like, does it relate to what we were just talking um, about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know how you mentioned like um, people go to classes and things like that. So have you ever done, because I know that, you know, people do get in the business side of that. Would you ever do like, you know, host classes or, you know, have people pay for that type of player the most I've ever and will ever do is like foot fetishes and that that's all I've ever done it's like because you're from a distance I don't need to interact with you that's not my thing like I need so like sending pictures yeah video okay I need to I need to get into this I can make some you know cash on the side (laughs) it's kind of lucrative I definitely um got hooked up to like a direct deposit type situation at some point previously so and how that do was you real set nice. this foot fetish connection up like is it online or what usually yeah but then there's like the weirdos who be like all right we gonna meet up and i just want to worship your feet for an hour how much would it cost no because you want to lick my feet you want to suck on my feet and oh i'm gonna cut gosh. you <laughs> i'm gonna cut you so no like it it it's it's there's a whole like subculture of everything have you ever searched any of these things on like instagram like girl i actually have i've it, definitely but i think i'm about to do tumblr that now but yes so tumblr instagram all that it's like a secret little society like foot worship <laughs> pay pigs like you all types what? of stuff 
I actually tweeted something one day, like, oh, my gosh, my toes are so pretty. I got them painted baby pink. And then this person had favorited it. And then when I went to their page, it was, like, pictures of feet, like, from every and different I, race. I bet you could have got them to pay for your next pedicure if you let them pick Girl, the color. I should have called one, but I sure didn't. <laughs> so I know Ashley wanted to ask you something going back to the aftercare process. No, I, I don't have a question. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I did want to ask you about your triggers because I know you said earlier in the episode that you have hard no's or a hard limit. What are they? Oh, God. I have so many limits. Like, I'm not into medical play. I'm not into, like, scat. I'm not into... What's scat? Like was... <sighs> Shit. It's, it's the opposite of a golden shower. The other hole. Oh, oh. wow! <laughs> that is that's wild to me. Mm-hmm. That, but that would definitely be a hard no. But I know you about to say there's people who are really there are people who are into that. No. Put it in a bag. Yeah. Let me play with it. Rub it all over my body. Like I know. Wow. I've definitely heard of people who have been asked to mm-hmm. shit on someone's and stomach. And I bet you they would have got paid real good. Wow. Wow. I'm sure somebody for some money. Okay, I well you have fun it. with that because <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not the one or the two or the three, but you go no. for it. We can be two girls in a cup and no, we a not. couple rounds. No, Girl, not. do you know they were eating their shit, each mm. other's shit? Absolutely okay. not. I have lived this long mm-hmm. without seeing that video. Please don't refer to that. Oh no, I was <laughs> no, scarred in like middle school. I know, and I avoided it in middle school or elementary <laughs> school. I don't remember how old I was. But I know I avoided it. And I was really so, happy. You also said Have medical you... play is a hard limit. What's medical play? Like using speculums and <sighs> there's so many things. What's that thing that checks your asshole? The enema? Ch- what is like oh, oh people do know. do those for fun. That's that's a thing. They give enemas. Like playing with catheters and stuff or mm, something. That's a thing. That's medical play. Wow, I was just guessing. That's nope, like a real thing. That's a real thing. Like people wow. do like literally probably anything you could think of is a thing. Like there's blood play. Like I said, there's gun play. Like there's there's so many things. Guns. Oh honey, yes. I hope they aren't loaded. I, if you're safe about it, then they're not. But there are people who do a whole lot of I'm sure like Russian roulette or something. Mm-hmm. Like that adrenaline of like not knowing or use a gun as a dildo and oh that's why wow. i wonder if they clean that because if i got a youth infection from my little toy i know they don't get a youth <laughs> infection from the gun yeah but i mean like there's also like consensual non-consent like there's all types of stuff like if you could think of it it exists mm-hmm. so oh, I'm, I'm sure okay and this is like extreme but so do you like are there people who will like like reenact or role play like being raped that's that's like what that? consensual and not consent is i just don't use the artwork because it's okay. it triggers okay. people so mm-hmm. i okay. you know like i choose not it's to cnc like okay. but that that's a thing okay. but the thing is it's like most of these dynamics like you have to have some sort of contract in place that's the one thing i loved about 50 shades it's the only thing they got right but <laughs> like a contract in place so y'all know what you can expect what your limits are 
what's okay. you know but like with stuff that that that's that extreme like I would never mm-hmm. say that that's something that you should do when you're first starting out or right when you're like oh you know, my that's goodness, that's yeah. crazy and like mm-hmm. there's like I have friends who have um agreements with their partners because they're like in long-term relationships or long-term dynamics where like written oh honey I have I think my I think ours is four or five pages written I would never say starting off it should never be verbal because Uh that's Mm -hmm. just not yeah like I need you to write it down in black and white so both of us know what's expected what do you need to do what do I need to do what's okay what's not okay and for like those types of cnc type play um that stuff to be in writing like I was saying I have friends who are you know like my kinky friends and they have like they've been together 10-15 years and they have stuff in writing about like if they're on drugs or like if you can get me drunk or during this month like if we ever do something that's you know CNC and I'm under the influence this is what's okay this is what's not okay it has to be in this type of space it has to happen this type of way if this mm-hmm. or this happens, then it's completely stopped. Everything's terminated. I never have to speak to you again until the day I die. Like that. But isn't like, it, isn't it a dynamic where a submissive is like they have mm-hmm. no say whatsoever? Mm-hmm. But you build up to that. That ain't something that you jump into. That is people who have been together in that same dynamic know each other in and out know your triggers i know that if i wear the color blue with a purple tie that's gonna remind you of somebody who attacked you or assaulted you so i would never do that to you like Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. respect each other as such and you know like i've given that's like one of those total power trade-offs total power exchange relationships and i that i don't feel like anybody if you ain't done it for some years like decades I would never I'm not even willing to do that and I've been what 12 no 10 years doing this and there's no way I would ever agree to that mm-hmm. it's just not safe mm-hmm. well there was an interview That's- I was listening to and I guess she was a quote-unquote slave to her dominant and he had her give him fellatio or suck his dick, whatever, for five hours until she started gagging. So she threw up and then he made her eat the throw up and then she threw it up again and then he made her oh eat the God. throw up again. How do you feel about that? What is vomit called? What is that called? Is it like Roman? That's a type of play too. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a hard limit or oh, what? <laughs> that's that's not for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like like if she's you know, if she trusts him that much and he's willing to take care of her and be sure that that's not what's going to happen and she's not going to be assaulted or attacked and she doesn't feel like she was taken advantage of, then by all, whatever works for you works for you. Your kink ain't my kink and that's okay. And my kink ain't mm-hmm. your kink and that's okay. That's a good quote. <laughs> yeah, for that sure. definitely is a great quote. Yeah. So um, I was going to ask, have you ever had anyone like spit like do you do the spit thing where they spit in your mouth or you spit in their mouth or I gotta be real out of it for you to spit in my mouth you can spit on my face you can slap me you can do a whole bunch of things don't don't spit in my mouth don't please don't spit okay. on my like if is you this s- like a little a little spit or like I, hocking up mucus it's either way I don't I don't kiss during sex unless like I'm like in love with you do not spit in my mouth 
Like, I will cut you. Okay. But that's me. <laughs> okay. But that's me. Right. So have you ever, like, and I don't want to, like, so if you don't want to answer this, is okay, this is okay. But have you ever, and we can always just edit it out so and nothing is, like, live or anything. But I'm just curious, have you ever been in a situation where, like, you had the contract and you felt like you trusted this person and then y'all were doing the play? I think that's the correct terminology. And um, your play partner kind of, like, implemented a surprise that you weren't expecting and then you had to, like, kind of come out of character and just, like, you know, like, leave and, like, it was kind of, like, not... I'm always ready to leave. Like, mentally, like, I'm willing to do almost anything, but if I feel like you violated me or you violated our agreement, then I'm not, because then I can't trust you, and I can't trust you to stop when I say stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in a situation, like, after that, did you, were you ever in a situation where you were scared, like, because, I mean, what if you, like, try to leave and they don't let you leave because, I mean, they've broken your trust now, so who knows what you can expect from this person, like... Um, Red, I would be scared. I don't feel like that's ever happened to me, but that's all. I also won't. I don't put. I try not to put myself in situations where I can be taken advantage of mm-hmm. to that extent. Like, in order for right. me to consent to certain things, I need to know that I can trust you. And mm-hmm. if consent I don't and trust, yes, if I don't trust you, and if I like, I have been sexually assaulted. Trust me, honey. I will. We will fight. Like I, we will fight till the death. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I try not to, and I try to make sure that everything that I do and the people that I choose to interact with are people that I trust. And I'm in situations where that wouldn't happen. I mean, I know that it does happen, but I also feel like that happens mm-hmm. when you ignore red flags and you allow, right, like yeah. you're so willing to do anything that after the fact you're like, oh crap, what did I do? I didn't want that to happen. Yeah, you never want to regret any sexual encounter regardless. Right, no matter what it is. Right. So I think that's really important to take away from this episode is consent and trust, most definitely. Mm -hmm. And communication. And communication. (laughs) Because you got to talk about these things. Exactly. Yeah, you definitely do. You can't just be trying to jump. We not jumping shit. into. <laughs> yeah, but and I think it's also like another thing that I would take away is it's okay to be curious. It's okay to explore yourself. It's okay to you know kind of explore your interests. And if something piques your interest, you don't have to ignore it because you feel like people might judge you or that's not some shit that quote unquote black people do. Like nothing has a race attached to it. You know what I mean? Like. If you want to do this or do that, then and not, it doesn't have to be BDSM, but it can be anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's okay. Like, and if you're with somebody who you feel like you can't do something with and you feel like you're denying a part of yourself, then mm-hmm. that's a problem too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely agree with mm-hmm. that. But like, before even, this conversation, go ahead, B. No, I'm like, even if you wanted to be like, oh, I want to sleep with my teddy bear. Like, if you had a problem with how I am or the things that I want to try or like that's not okay. Like then you ain't the one. <laughs> yeah. There's how many people in this world? Baby bye. Girl, too many. <laughs> okay. But I was gonna say, um oh, God, I just forgot. Okay, just like that I remember. But I was gonna say before this conversation, I was already curious into, you know, being tied up and like whipped and blindfolded. I know that's probably on the vanilla side, but I definitely no. think I'm gonna try it. <laughs> 
You should go for it. Just make sure you're doing Ooh, something well, with somebody you trust, and that if you're tied up, you know that if you say I I'm done. However, you choose to say that if you say red, purple, green, or pineapple, you know, like that my safe word is tulips. Yeah, that they're gonna <laughs> untie you and say, "All right, I'm sorry," and make sure that you're okay. Right mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. All right, ladies. Well, you let us know how that goes. I will Jasmine. let you know. So y'all not y'all wouldn't do any of that. I would. We're we gonna let each I other know. So now, from the entire conversation, I would say that I don't know if I like pain, and I, that I'm not really like trying to step towards. But the toys and things, like the balls that y'all are talking about and stuff like that. I would like try that just because you know like I'm in the comfort of my own home and things like that so I think I could take a step towards that but the 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 other type of kinky stuff I think that's kind of like further what out about me. like forced orgasms like if you got tied up and all they did was make you come over and over and over and over and I over need that till you I cry I feel like I would die that. that's like one of my die. fantasies well, see, this is the thing about me. So when I am about to come, I literally go crazy and I push you off. <laughs> yes. Like right before. Oh, then and that's then, what like, you need in your life. Exactly. I, I have never, I have never in my life been able to push through my peak because I just go crazy and I, oh, I yeah. cannot Oh yeah, somebody take it. needs to tie you up and like forced and orgasm. And just let it you. happen. No, force yeah, like because I tie will, you up and get sounds... a wand and just mm-hmm. go for it. That sounds delicious. Like I, I need yeah, that. So I that sounds... Girl, really I mean, damn, it sound like Jasmine <laughs> want to do it for me. This bitch that said, girl, okay. She She's like sensation play. Like, girl, girl, like, I need to be tied up and then forced to come over and over. Like, that's always been a fantasy for I don't know how many years. So, I'm going to make it happen. Go for it. Ooh, I feel like now I'm going to try it. Girl. Or you can, like, just barely get there and then they stop. And then just barely get you there, and then see, I would cry. Like it was recently this situation, probably like a month ago. It was like four a.m. in the morning, and I was masturbating for a whole hour. And then my fucking batteries, I could not come. And then my batteries went out. (laughs) And then I tried to put some new batteries in, but they were already old and dead. And this is why I literally cried. Like I was so upset. (laughs) And that is exactly why you have multiple toys. I mean, I listen the butterfly one. It's batteries been dead. Now I have a dildo, a pink dildo, but I don't really like to use it sometimes. Because no, you need to get like four different types. Your hands don't. For, your hands don't run. I'm not out paying of for all these expensive. Oh, you think batteries. I don't I'm have gonna, three packs of batteries underneath my bed? I'm just gonna buy me some rechargeable, rechargeable shit and put it on the phone at night or put it on the charger while I leave for the day, and that way it's ready during nighttime. And then if it Ooh, ever runs out, true. you just plug it back in and keep using. B, it. I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot. Have you ever masturbated while at work? Yes. Okay. I have too. And like people like I don't understand what the issue is. Like Well, this, well, well. <laughs> yeah, I have. Like I'm gonna need y'all not to be staring sharing company chairs. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't work at this job anymore, so I don't either. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, oh well but okay so B, you tell your story then I'm gonna tell mine because I just <laughs> like somebody was talking about this the other day and I was just like I didn't speak up and say that I had done it but they were talking about somebody else that had did it because well they had the right to talk about them because they dumbasses got caught 
And I don't know yeah. why you would get caught what? masturbating at work, but <laughs> however, I was just like, I don't see the problem with doing it, but you definitely shouldn't get caught. Like what? Well, see, my thing is that I one, it was like an assignment and then I had to send a video. So that happened once. And then the other thing is that I oh, have your dominant mm-hmm, said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. And well, then I feel more. stupid because my okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or it would be like I <laughs> get a text message and it's like, hey, you need to go do X Y Z and send me a video real quick, and you have ten minutes to get it done. But then I also have the WeBot, which is like Bluetooth activated, so it's like inside of you, and. They had control over it. Oh my gosh! Wait, That's what is that? So he had control over it and was like, "It's inside of you." How like a tampon? No, it's it's kind of like a U. So like part of it like kind of hits your G spot, and the other part is like on your clit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like hanging out in there, and it hooks up to your phone via Bluetooth, and you can give somebody else control over it. What the hell? But I thought Bluetooth had to be in like close range, no? Honey, it's on your phone. You, it's Bluetooth to your phone. And oh, then, but he controlled the app or something? Yes, and then through the app, he would oh. like open the app. And, okay. Oh, oh you just did what he said. Oh. That's, cr- okay, see, now I kind of like feel differently because I didn't have nobody telling me what to do. <laughs> you was just having fun. Bitch you was just just fun. needed to get it done. <laughs> so what happened was that day, my boyfriend, like, he just kept sexting me. Like, he just kept, like, just, I'm like, why are you talking? Because I don't, I'm not going to say I don't like to talk, but I'm just like, okay, why, what are you on right now? Where are you just are sending me all this stuff? And then you telling me I'm making you, like, pictures of, like, your print, like, saying you can't get up from the desk at work. So, of course, like, I'm going to start to get, you know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, okay, I can't fucking take it. Girl, I could control all delete on that computer. And <laughs> I just went to, okay, so B, did you go to the restroom or you go to your car? I've gone to the restroom. I've gone to my car. I've sat okay. at my desk and been Wait, real your- mad because I was on a conference call and I didn't have control over anything. Um, oh my god, I would not, but I've also had it. sex at work too. Oh, so, great. like, me masturbating is not that big a deal. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I just like went to the restroom, I was like, I can't do this no more. Like, I'm literally going to go crazy. So, yeah, I had a guy <laughs> give me head while he was on a conference call, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I am weak. That is so funny. But I mean, it depends on what kind of conference call. Like, I have conference calls all the time where my computer is muted and my camera's off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but yeah, naked, I'm not even talking. I'm in the house, like, cooking dinner. But, like, I'm on the conference call. So, exactly. no, he was like, lick, lick, lick. Yeah, you know, I had that spread to cheat to you by noon. Lick, lick, lick. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it is not. Okay. I was oh, going to say, yeah, no, I don't even want that because I need okay. some consistency. Like, I don't want you half assed. No, you don't. Conference. You don't need, no. If you're doing it right, it's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you real determined to make it count. Because if you, yeah. Okay. If you want this damn conference call. Mm, That's so funny. (laughs) Well, do we have any other questions before we wrap this up? I don't think so. I'm very, I'm very. Yeah, this is like a lot to. Yes, I really am. This was a, this was a lot to take (gasps) in, but I'm, I'm glad B that you joined us. 
Well, I guess that wraps up our episode and, you know, it's time to close the show. But we want to thank you so much, V, for chatting with us and educating us. Yes, And keeping it you. so real. No that's problem. what this show is about. Girl, V got the loosest lips I don't ever. But yeah, if y'all ever need any tips us. or anything, just, you know, hit me no, up. No, we'll definitely have to bring you back. Oh, girl, when I, I'm going to let you know about my first experience. I'm going to try it pretty soon here. Oh I'll yes, please, know. please do, please do. I'm, I'm. We will keep you updated. Well, V, my first experience is gonna be with you, so I'll be contacting. you. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll see you then, <laughs> girl. Get ready because she knows what she's doing. I know. All right, Tati, what's that quote, babe? Well, our quote for today is sticks and stones may break my bones but chains and whips excite me that's from ow, Rihanna ow, ow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was me and my mama's song I wonder if that's where I get it from I'm call her so everyone thank you so much for tuning in this was an awesome episode probably one of my favorites want to remind you all to follow us on our social media platforms we are on facebook we are on twitter and we are on instagram at loose lips pc don't forget to send us in your listener letters as well as your bitch guess what stories um ask us for advice um send in your funny or juicy stories to our email or you can dm us on facebook instagram or twitter um you can follow me on instagram i'm underscore ashley lachey and i miss jazz g v do you have a social media account you want to put that you want to share to pub i'm good i'm gonna live my life (laughs) in silence okay i'm gonna live my kinky little life in my own little world okay Mm -hmm. i feel you okay (laughs) all right we are out of here bye 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 ladies